Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Each episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix. This week's episode, I'd like to make a dedication from Little Espooky. This one goes out to Carlitos in East Whittier. Little Espooky wants you to know Carlitos should be with you always and forever. Should we explain that intro to everybody? Yeah, I think if you're maybe a certain age bracket and you live in Southern California, you kind of know what we're going maybe for. Maybe you right? have a, an idea of what we're doing. We're going for dedication songs that you might hear either cruising at yeah. night or perhaps if you are parked somewhere. Make maybe, out lane. Yeah, maybe with a view of, say, the lights in the uh, <laughs> San Bernardino County, San Bernardino Valley, or yeah. San Gabriel Valley, yeah. or. Good old, good old fashioned. I don't know, Corona, Anaheim Hills. I don't know. It's Sunday afternoon. You and all your homies are in your souped up lowrider, whatever. You're cruising down you're Bristol. Four? Is that what you're saying? No, different song, different <laughs> okay. topic. Got it. You're cruising down Bristol. You have your girl in your arm. Like, what songs do you want to? What what do you want to hear when you when right. it's the two of you exactly. together? Exactly, two of you together. Now, here's some rules for cruising and making yeah. out in cars. We all, if you've never experienced the smell of a Chevy, like from the seven sixties and seventies, the interior smell. It's got a very specific smell, and it also not only has to have that smell, but it also has to have a bench seat. Because mm-hmm. nobody, and I mean nobody, ever got any action in bucket <laughs> seats while you were cruising. You get action with your with your with your lady right next to you in the mm-hmm. middle seat with her legs kind of kicked over to where they should be, yeah. but she's laying she's like leaning right up against you. So you can still use shift uh, stick shift. Yeah, or you, well, a stick shift, or or if you have an automatic like a lot of those cruisers, but your automatic is all the way all up. the way up. Yep, and <laughs> your arm it's in drive already, fool. Yeah. So your arm is all the way is, is around mm-hmm. your lady. Windows are down. I used all to say, I yes, and and the music is bumping, and I used to say you all could always tell if you were in a car like that if your lady was mad at you because if she wasn't sitting right next to you, she mad at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if she has her arm on the window, right? Oh yeah, you're yeah. out. You're yeah. it's just just take me home, take me home immediately. So this might be like a Southern California thing, and it's related really to a lot of Latino cholo culture. Right. Yeah. Maybe is. not even cholo, but like just car Latino culture. It, car it, it's culture. it's like yeah. uh uh if you're not from LA, if you're not from Southern California especially, um uh, it's a car culture that cars rule everything around us, right? Yes. <laughs> so here here in uh here in uh in Southern California. So you need a car for everything. Mm-hmm. And it becomes your if you don't have enough money for a house or or a, or a killer pad you got money for a for a Nova, you know what I mean? <laughs> Very nice Lincoln Continental. Oh, a Continental? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That you'd be like, you'd be dialed if you uh-huh. had that. Uh, more like a Buick Regal, maybe, or like something <laughs> of that nature. But uh, a branch seat. I prefer a nice Chevy pickup truck. It's got a nice long bench seat. Were you about to say a Ranchito? 
Ranchero? No. Oh. But a Rancheros are nice too. And that's my favorite car. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it car culture car culture in LA, it's it defines everything here. And mm-hmm. and what's fun what's great about car culture is there's a whole set of music that goes with it and it's cross genres. It's you have punkers that are into it, you've got rockabillies that are into it, greasers that are into it, you've got uh you've got uh, uh cholos that are into it, you know. There's Asian you know, the Asian gangs yeah. that are or, or gangs, Asian uh, clubs that are into it. It, the car culture really rules it, you know. So uh, anyway, this is kind of a shout out to that time. And a really good resource that I used was, I think starting in probably the 60s, 70s, we had a collection of vinyl come out called East Side Story. Yeah, East Side Story. Right. So I was reading an article earlier. Uh, there was actually like an art show about East Side Story where this woman went and found all the people that were on the covers which right. were just like regular everyday people next to their like low riders and their souped up cars. And so she sort of tracked them down and just like found their story. And these East Side Story um, uh, compilations had all the hits that you could ever want sure. in doo-wop, oldies. Yeah, the stylistics all the way down to, you know. Otis Redding. Otis like, Redding, yeah, right. That's Any cool. baby making music from the Hell yeah. <laughs> from the sixties, and it's crazy how it all is. It's part of the that's part of the reason why I love L.A. and I'll probably never leave this area, just because it's the melding of all these cultures. And you could be a white guy and me into that, you know. You could be Hispanic and me into that. You'd be black and me mm-hmm. into that. And uh, it's kind of all accepting, which is great. And it it spills over into everything else: lifestyle, tattoo culture, art. I mean, it all kind of comes through. Um, through this lens and it's a it's really a great thing so with that being said if you were making your dedication who would it be to and uh, play us a song julia so this dedication goes out to juan he's my one and only and i just want you to know that i'm your puppet oh snap That is a good choice. That is a good choice. That is a classic. Yeah, and that is indicative of something you would hear on Art LeBeau. Uh huh. Um, May not, maybe not so much. There's another uh, we brought up Art LeBeau or or that what you listen to on the radio for these songs. There's another one that's way more white, but it's called uh, Love Songs on the Coast. It's uh, we've mentioned it before on the show Mm -hmm. just because it's so so cheesy, Uh, but it's it's very much like that. Only it would play instead of playing these classics, it'd play like Journey or uh, who. Whoever, I guess it would play that what too. What other things white people like? Yeah, but I mean, they have played. Uh, I'm your puppet. They, they yeah. played all that. So it it means something. It's interesting how the music is so. Uh, like these songs mean so much to different cultures and different groups and different backgrounds. Yeah, that, um, I think that's a really great testimony to music in general, right? It's like it kind of. That's why it's so great, because it's a unifier for all this. Totally. So, so, you know, what's funny is that I work with a guy um, who may be listening to the show. Uh, he's in his 50s, <laughs> and he grew up in um, uh, south of LAX, uh, and he's half Japanese, half white. Uh-huh. And his dad was a white uh, drag racer, like, mechanic, and his mom was a traditional Japanese girl. Cool. And uh, 
But you would think that, but he's probably in his 50s now, and every time one of these songs like comes on a Muzak mm-hmm. at my work or whatever, he's like, oh, yeah, that's a stylistics. Oh, yeah, that's Billy Stewart. Yeah. Oh, that's this. He knows all of them <laughs> by name. He's like, oh, are you kidding? That was the jam back in the day. <laughs> and, like, a lot of these songs are going to be songs that, oh, yeah, I, I heard that song. Like, you, totally. you hear these songs, but now we're actually going to tell you who sing them because right. it was a surprise to me, too. And this, this, this brings me to my dedication. Okay. So this comes out to, uh, this one uh, goes out to Shorty C. She's living in uh, Anaheim. And uh, it's called I Do Love You by Billy Stewart. And it's baby making music right here. Here it comes. hit that high note oh yeah i don't know what that's called it's in... a falsetto that's called a falsetto i love it okay like the neville brothers you ever listen to neville brothers they totally hit that it i maybe i've heard it okay. i don't know specifics but yeah Th- that is uh by billy stewart william stewart but if you uh goes by billy stewart he was a very big man mm-hmm. a very big piano playing man and uh you know, recorded a lot in that time, born in the 30s, actually tragically died in a car accident in 1970. So he was just grooving out a little too hard, maybe. (laughs) And uh, Maybe he was down so low while driving that he couldn't see. Are you kidding? He had his lady with him. When you're Billy Stewart, you just like, you can hold a fries and it sounds so sexy. (laughs) I want a milkshake with that. And he's a big man, so probably three milkshakes with that. You know what I'm saying? He does what he wants. He does. Well, Billy, Billy Stewart did what he wants. All right. That's it. What do you got? Okay. I'm going to start off with some classics and then play some others. So okay. hopefully you don't have these on yours. Yeah, whatever. I'll find others. So next we're going to play Angel Baby. Oh, that you knew I had that. No, I asked you if you had it. You didn't say... I said either. Angel Baby is a good one, and I even sang it, and you're like, yep, and you didn't say uh, it. Right, well, either fine. way, it's getting played. You're fine. Okay, so we're going to play Angel Baby. It's by Rosie and the Originals. And the Originals. There you go. There it is. <laughs> My Spotify was kind of cut off on there. But um, I would assume you guys know this song. Oh, I know this song. Oh, absolutely. I'm talking to the audience. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. A and B conversation. You were, looking, you were looking at me when you said that. We so. have to talk. Like, All right, bye. Anyways. Angel baby. song i love angel baby it's just you know what i like about that song is that it's very garage rock there's even sour notes kind of in it or mm-hmm. off note blue notes that are in it uh and the guitars it just sounds like they plugged a guitar right into a board or or put it through a little practice amp or something and, and mic'd it up it's really cool like the and recording's the whole, all done in one room right, everyone's yeah, exactly. together and and more than likely that's probably what it was yeah. you know uh with that but yeah very very cool song and uh Kind of a harken back to girl groups before really 
before uh, Motown, a lot of that, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, oh, it's super cool. Like and it's kind of interesting, like this type of music, it's, we did uh, a Jamaican ska episode mm-hmm. recent, or a few episodes back, you should go back and listen to it, but we talked a lot about Northern Soul and the 60s and yeah. the fusion of like Jamaican sounds with this Northern like soul music, so it kind of all ties in to yeah. these, these cultures or these cultures all overlap. And I'm, you know, I'm just speaking out of my ass here, but as a theory in that it's like you have cultures like this where it's working very working class people and they're taking this music and kind of making it their own Mm -hmm. and uh it's the same like all over i bet if you you know they if you took that kind of music and you put it in west africa it's something else if you took it to england there was northern soul if you took it here it was very much this garage sounding yeah um like doo-wop stuff yeah so very cool um i'm gonna keep it going actually uh i'm gonna play something a little different but i'm not gonna play it yet because okay. I want to play, maybe not a torch song, but definitely a cruising song. If you were if you were cruising your car, you would absolutely play this. If you're on Whittier Boulevard, or Bristol, or wherever Soto Street back in the day, this is uh, Low Rider by War. Oh yes. All my friends Low Rider. Seems it's like the it's same a thing. six minute song. Yeah, right. So it it's, feels... it's the same thing. I think you could have that song go on forever. Probably. Like if you wanted to. <laughs> you could just be like, War's like, you know what? We don't feel like playing the last three songs of the set. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just do like 20 minutes of low rider. People are like, yeah. People are so drunk at that point, <laughs> yep. they don't care. They're high, drunk, doing whatever they gotta do. But you can just imagine being on a hot day with the windows rolled down. Oh, like because the AC never works, man. No. It never works, right? You got that, maybe you got that little cassette player. Pop that in. Oh, what? I mean, you got to rewind it. (laughs) Or, you know, if your car is old enough or you're old enough, you have an A-track. You have an A-track? Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, boy. Just click that sucker in there. My dad was so old that he had a A A-track adapter Mm -hmm. because he had an A-track in his car, but he had an A-track cassette adapter. So we'd give him cassettes because he couldn't get A-tracks anymore, and he put it in the adapter to put it in the stereo, Mm -hmm. and he'd have to, like, jam it in there. Yeah. (laughs) They're so big and bulky. Oh, my God. It's so inconvenient, those things. Yeah. Well, hey, man. It was the future back then. Yeah. Right? So they're the dat tapes of the, uh, or the, what were those things called? Aren't they, like, digital, like, mini, not mini, I guess they were mini discs, right? Didn't Mm -hmm. Sony have, like, little tiny mini discs? Mm Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. So it's like that used up culture. Yeah. Gap points in technology. Um, Okay. This song. I don't know much about these artists is the thing. Like I yeah. love, Neither and do I. I'm sure a lot of these artists were like one hit wonders and sure. we just know, we know the angel baby. We know that. And that's pretty much it. And we goes back to that time of like, if you look at the writing credits, who knows? It's probably like Edward Kowalski or something <laughs> that has bought the or rights they were of just these songs. Like, this music selling. Let's, you yeah, pick let's put it out. 20 kids off the street, have them record a song, put yeah. out a hit and you're done with that. Absolutely. Ah, business. Ah, business. So this next song is called I Want You Back by 
Don Julian and the Larks. Ooh, let's hear that. I just love it based on the band's name alone. Yeah. I just, dude, the Larks is a cool name. You know, that that's a cool name yeah. by itself. But the guy's name is Don Julian. You know, Don Julian gets some ass. Don well, <laughs> and I guess it kind of clicked. Like, Don Julian, your first name is Don. Your last, you have a two first name person. But I kept thinking of it as like a Don, like a king. Me too. That's what so, I was thinking. Like, he's, his first name. Yeah. Like, maybe he's the Latin English guy. I don't know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> but let's take a listen and find out. Baby. Oh, baby, I want you back. I want you back. Yeah, I need you, baby. I want you, baby. All my love I gave to you now. Was there no satisfaction? Girl, if that's not the case. That's pretty dope. I like it. I'm a big fan of Don Julian and the Larks. That's cool. I got to look at Julian, whatever. Don Julian. Mm-hmm. Julian. Julian. Like, I want to assume he has a sm- Spanish accent, a mustache. A mustache. A little a mustache, thin right? mustache. Right. Yeah. Maybe a, like a Bachugo type of hat that he wears, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of like the early version of this, like, yeah, car totally. culture cholo style is the Pachucos. Right. Which were people, what were they? Re- they were rebelling against. Well, I'm going to have to look that up. Maybe we'll talk about it later. But hey man, it was is, a rebellion. This is your part of the story here. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rebellion against something. It had asked, to do with racism. The Pachugos, they said to the Pachugos, what are you rebelling against? And they said, what you got? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what you got? All right. Uh, okay. I'm going to modernize this a little bit. Okay. Mainly because of this band uh, that I'm going to play. It's actually a hip-hop band. But uh, a hip-hop band... That is legendary for being connected, guys. All kind of like a gang, uh, but uh, all Samoan dudes called the Booyah Tribe. This particular song was produced by Tim Armstrong, so it's kind of a good tie-in with what we u- would usually play. Uh, it's from the Transplants record, but it's called What Can I Describe? And man, the vocals in this are outstanding. The Booyah Tribe has been known to harmonize very much like what we're listening to already. Cool. And then, you know, you've got... Tim Armstrong and Skinhead Robin are really like rapping over it. But anyway, great song. What can I describe? And that's true. The money can buy me drugs, so that's cool. The best of the worst skin and was really good. Yeah, cool, right? The just their like you said, harmonizing or their vocals are great. The harmonizing of Bigo Tribe is good. And even the rap over it's it's okay. It's, it's about, not aggressive. It's not aggressive, but it's an aggressive man singing yeah. it, which is crazy. <laughs> it's a, Skinhead Rob is one thing. He is aggressive. Yeah. Or was. I think Skinhead Rob passed away. Uh, we'll have to look oh, that really? up. Oh. I think he might have. Um, let's, then we will definitely, yes, I'm pretty sure he did. But anyway, we'll take a look at that. But, uh, if you, I, I actually wanted to play a, a standalone Booyah Tribe song later. I, it's hard to play two in the same episode, but they're just so good. I love it. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll revisit that. But, um, yeah, go out and check that out. That's from Haunted Cities. That's from the Transplant Second record. Um, so pretty darn good. Anyway, what do you got? Normally, I feel like I try to be... I'm sure I probably try to be music snobby and pick stuff that people don't know or 
aren't as familiar yeah, with. Yeah, to be honest, we I have had a conversation about this. Um, about me? No, no, no. Oh. About no, not you in general, but okay. about the podcast in general. And there are some people. I've heard it different ways. I've heard you guys don't really prepare that much. <laughs> and, I don't care about that. Yeah, I don't care about that either. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I've also heard it's too. It's too. Uh, a term I would use, not what they use, but inside baseball, it's too. It's too like in, obvious. In the, no, 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 oh. no. It's too industry focused or behind the scenes focused. There's a lot of people that don't read liner notes or don't know what those are mm-hmm. or don't care that this guy played on that record who played on that record. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, you're probably listening to the wrong show then. It's I just fun I, facts, guys. Yeah. And things it, to talk about at the water cooler, you know? Yeah. And, and my thing with it is that I was always that kid who I looked at the back of tape jackets. I didn't really have many records. But, uh, and I didn't. Yeah. And like, I like that you know all this stuff because I don't know shit. Well, you especially know, with my favorite bands, I you know sometimes don't even know the names of the people in those bands. Yeah. I just like their music. Yeah, but, and then you find out that oh, that's probably why I like this band and this band because yeah. they have the same producer or they have the same. This guy wrote all their songs or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and you find a through line, which is my going back to my original thing with this is that we really only like like ten things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they're branched out into all these other yeah. things, right? So. Anyway, um, I mean, at some point we should prep. We do try to prep for some shows like the yeah. REM show. Guys, I listened to every single REM. <laughs> Which album. I'm sorry. That was that show was my idea. And in hindsight, that was a little. We'll pick another band. We'll, that's we'll, pick, more... we'll pick one of Julia's bands next time. But that was probably that band. REM had like, I didn't realize they had like 12 they had records. A lot and, of albums. And towards the end there, a lot of them sounded alike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we do do some effort, but a lot of this. I like the fact that we're off the fly and sort of reactionary to right. the music and the stuff that we're playing. Yeah, and I, I never think know what you're going to play and whatever, and sometimes we play the same, or we'll have the same songs, but I think that's just proximity and time and, yeah. you know, when we grew up and, you know, what we're around, what we surround ourselves with. So, okay, cool. Uh, is it my turn? So, turn? it's my turn, but okay. getting back to that point, like, a lot of this type of music, it's oldies, so you can't really, like be obscure about the oldies like even if i play a well-known song you probably haven't heard it in a long time because chances are especially if you're in like southern california there's not a lot of stations that play this music anymore really yeah let's be real i think he's still on 93.5 though um but it's on a sunday you don't probably aren't watching tv on a sunday you're what or listening to music or the radio on a sunday you're watching game of thrones yeah these days probably you are yeah Whereas when you think about it, Sundays when we were kids, Sundays were so much more of a chill time because, like, like, maybe a there's a baseball game day. on, yeah. maybe it's warm out, you know, and people are just kind of chilling. It's like everybody's resting up for the next day and, you know, yeah. the old man or, or the uh, the guys in the family have a few beers in them, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. barbecuing. It's like that was a cool time to be alive. Now, I mean, this Sunday, uh, I was asleep most of the day and then we went and ate and then we came home and watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. It's like basically... What well, that happened. And what you're thinking of and what I think of, it's with families and like with kids. Right. We don't have kids. Right. Exactly. So our lifestyle is a little different than, true. than everyone else's. True. True. Freedom. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anyways. I can do what I want. All right. <laughs> so this song is 16 Candles by Johnny Mastro. And Gotta love it's it. a classic song, but I have to, there's no way I cannot play this. I cannot play it. Can't not? Happy birthday.
Yeah, that's cool. I uh, I really like that song. And, and uh, again, this one, there's not going to be much anecdotal shit on this <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. this podcast because none of us really know much about these artists no other than the fact that it's in our blood like the, <laughs> that you know all the words to it right totally it's kind of like it's kind of like talking about your uncle it's like well everybody knows him and there's really nothing more to say about him <laughs> he just kind of is the way that's he is. joey that's joe yeah exactly exactly well it's my i don't really you know what i don't really have many uncles <laughs> so, there you go <laughs> it probably explains my poor attitude in life uh okay <laughs> If I had an uncle to slap me on the top of the head every now and again. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do, um, I really like this song. We mentioned it earlier in the in the uh, podcast, but it was always one of my favorites, uh, especially when you heard it, when I heard it on Love Songs on the Coast. Ted Ziggenbush, me as an 11-year-old kid, staying up till midnight listening for dedications. Nice. And, uh, and they would always play this song, and it's by Heat Wave, and it's called Ooh. Always Away. Held all my heart away with a smile. Take time to tell me you really care. And we'll set tomorrow together. I just feel so relaxed mm-hmm. and like laid back. But also my heart's kind of broken, too, just listening to these sad, beautiful, yeah. sad love songs. Yeah, the sweet melancholy of all of it. Is that why we have to do a here's episode idea? Okay, take note. Take note. Everyone take note. Episode idea. Let, let us do the hard anthropological work that it will take to discern why Morrissey is so popular with Latin people. And I think this is part of it. I think oh, these sad, yeah, yeah, yeah. these sad, pining love songs, uh-huh. right? It's like they're all asking why. You're putting it all out. You're there. putting it all out. Crying. We have to. We have to do this work. We have to do this work. We have to figure this out. <laughs> I am committed to bringing this audience the most in-depth discussion. Yes. More Two episodes, three episodes, whatever it takes. Maybe a whole series, maybe a whole podcast series. If the rest of maybe this we change converts, the name. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we change the name mm-hmm. to "Fuck Mixtapes." It's all about Morrissey's relation to Latins. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we have to do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll do whatever so, it takes for the people. Yeah, we'll do whatever it takes. We're here for you guys. All right, for you, for you, for you only. All right. Okay, I'm going to play a song by a woman this time. Ooh, I'm every woman. No, but that's good. When we that's do our Lilith Fair episode. So this is Patty Drew. She was... A lot of these singers were from groups, and then they broke out and became stars on their own, like Patty Drew. I think her girl group with her sisters was the Drewells. So, oh, that's cool, Which yeah. their names for those groups were hilarious, too, but... Uh, I love, I love like retro culture and fashion anyways. And I love the women, women in the sixties and the beehive haircuts and totally yeah. the huge overdone lashes and everything. I just like how much time that took. And if you were going out, you were going out, you were going out in yoga pants. You're going out mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. I represent myself. Mm-hmm. I represent, you know, my household. You know, yeah. I'm an extension of my family, and mm-hmm. I'm representing that this is us. Like You're sleeping a specific way on mm-hmm. your pillow as to not 
ruin the beehive, do... And I think there's so many people who didn't... Because our culture... Let's be real. Our culture is so... Uh, I guess in your industry, you call it pret-a-porter or whatever it is. It's so like everything's ready to wear. You know what I mean? Where yeah. It's, that's why this stuff it, that this music or these cult, this type of culture, retro culture is so popular. It's like we're adhering to a set of rules, mm-hmm. you know, we're ho- holding ourselves to a higher standard. I mean, you ever want to see the sharpest lines on it on, uh, and the and the most pressed anything? Go look at uh, go look at a cholo's khakis. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're dialed as as my homie Carlos would say. No, dude, even the bandana is ironed. Everything's my brother, ironed. Dialed I remember in. watching my brother iron his khakis. Yeah, and that and crease. Iron the, yeah. That crease, man. Are you kidding me? Even Dickies come with a crease, and, and it's still nope, not good enough. You got to dial that thing in. And his poorly named wife beater tank. But yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. That's, right, of course. That's what you. That's what I you always wear. rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease. <laughs> then your oversized white shirt with the wife beater underneath. Why do you need the two layers? You I need the two know. layers. I don't know, but you did. Uh, maybe if you were a skinny kid, you did. You didn't need it when you were a big dude like me. But those white t-shirts, they come from the Korean five for ten guy. <laughs> oh yeah, we've <laughs> yeah, talked about him. We before. talked about him before. That, that's where you get them. They're a little yeah. thicker, mm-hmm. a little thicker, and you got to buy a size too big because they shrink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so many tangents, but (laughs) this song is Tell Him by Patty Drew. If you ever see a boy from me pretty solid that's a that's a good solid choice uh so um super producer christina just looked up art lebeau's facebook page um which exists and he had a a, a thing in here where you could make dedications <laughs> surprised it's not a myspace page right but I, I get yeah. it yeah but this is from may 6 2014 so it's not like it was current True. but uh, all these dedications uh, if you listen to art lebeau this may be a dedication you might make and i'm not it's not like we're violating any confidentiality because they posted on facebook so this woman says (laughs) i'm making this dedication request to my lover friend most of all angel psycho psycho joshua james cameron i love you wet wet yeah (laughs) what i love about like listening to the art lebeau uh (laughs) like the dedication hour is yeah these were times where people could talk to their their per their other half that's not around for whatever reason and you always knew that they were speaking in code like oh, there's, totally. there's yeah. that's the way that they can communicate with each right, other right and you could listen to art lebeau hey i made a dedication dedication to art lebeau the guy's on the phone and so he's listening like this one to my wife in perryville doc department, department of corrections <laughs> cynthia lozano i love you and can't wait to be united with your love exos love always angelique and so I know these are sounding like, like they're funny. Yeah. Like when you think about it now, it's funny. But what I, again, about art and even, what's the guy from the White Coast? What's his name? That you oh, oh, uh, Ted Zickenbush. Like they didn't make fun of these people. Like no, these no, 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 were no, no. like legit. Totally. Like this was the, this was his audience and he accepted them and he. And you know what's funny. Did it for them. Is in the case, I've never requested from Art LeBeau, but I did as an 11 year old kid. Uh-huh. I, I. 
um, requested from Ted Ziegenbush. And I think the song was, I can't fight this feeling anymore, maybe, oh. right? Yes. And uh, so, and I called and Ted Ziegenbush answered the phone uh-huh. and he's like, yeah, let's hear your dedication, man. And I'm like, um, I'm like, my name is Mike. Totally. It was like that. And he goes, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 11. He goes, oh, puppy love. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually did. He, he didn't say my whole dedication, uh-huh. but he did say this song was for so-and-so in Anaheim or whoever. It was. was it for a girl? Well, of course. No, it was for my mom. Of course it was for I a girl. I don't know. You're 11. I don't know what you're into. Oh, no. I, I, tw- I was probably 12. And yeah, it was for a girl. Are you kidding me? I wanted I wanted Jessica to know. I wanted her to know. Did she know? Do you know? Uh, she never heard it, but oh. I told I told everybody. And I was going to record it, but I got tired. Well, then you got to wait <laughs> and you had to press the red button with the play button And then you, at end, the up same get, time. you end up getting, yeah. you know... You end up getting Lizzie K and DOC (laughs) (laughs) in Carter Valley DOC instead of getting your own. (laughs) That's cool. All right. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to change it up a little bit um, because I think you're handling all the love connections. Yeah. Other other things that you may hear in your car um, while cruising and things you may want to play. Let's say it is Sunday, but it's like four o'clock. It's not like, you know, and you're just cruising back from the really horny. Right. Well, I mean. I have a little love connection at 4 o'clock on Sunday every now and again. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not above it. <laughs> uh, so this one, uh, talk about love connections. This is called Mothership Connection by Parliament, also known as Parliament Funkadelic. And this is definitely something you'd hear in your G-Ride rolling through. So here it is. That's the afternoon party music. Yeah, totally. That's like... That's a backyard barbecue party. Yeah, you got the styrofoam cooler. Uh-huh. The Modelo's in there or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Or the uh, tall cans or the foil top, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever I actually like into. I actually like a foil top beer. I don't know why. I just like to break that open and have a little... have to put the foil down and drink it. I like that a lot. <laughs> so, You're such a renaissance man. I am a renaissance man. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the P-Funk, Parliament Funkadelic was, if you're looking for anywhere, um, I'm sure our listeners already know this, but if you're looking for any sample that was ever used by Dre at any point, yeah, there you it's go. usually a P-Funk or a Cube song. Matter of fact, Parliament Funkadelic had a resurgence after um, Snoop Dogg's big record and uh, after Chronic uh, 2000, uh, no, after Chron- after the original Chronic record came out because of all the samples they used in that. And and I, I believe that Cube actually took Parliament Funkadelic on tour. So with George Clinton, who is still alive, who's still doing it. Mm-hmm. So you could still see P-Funk out there. So uh, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of current hip hop, so I don't know. I know sampling is still huge. I just, I don't know what they're sampling at this point. Like if hip hop of that time was sampling... You know, they sample hooks, right? Which I don't know what they do now. I don't, I'm not like, I'm not well versed in current hip hop. I don't think I am either. Um, we can get my nephew on the show, he loves that shit. Well, you know, and he's 24. You know what we should get is he's... that kid, we should get that kid Rory who, uh, I sent you that YouTube video of the kid Rory that inter- that uh, reviews hip hop. He's like 12 years old, redheaded, white. No, kid you Manhattan. never sent me that. 
it is one of the most hilarious things you'll ever seen. He he talks about offset and a little pump and all these things, and he's like, mm, I'm not feeling a little pump on this one. <laughs> it's really cool. I bet he has like 10 million followers. Oh, he, too. it's hilarious. Are you kidding? Insane. I sent it to like, and I mean, who do I have time to send YouTube clips to? Mm-hmm. I probably sent it to five people myself because I thought it was hilarious. Holy you crap. Know. You got to send that to me because I have not seen that before. But it's really rad because here's this little like redheaded kid. Clearly, his he did actually did one uh, where he was playing hip hop for his dad, uh-huh. and his dad is like an audiophile guy, probably, you know, my age. Who is like? Who is like? Uh, oh, this is Husker Du, and he's playing like this other mm-hmm. stuff for his kid. And he's and the dad's really cool because he's actually listening to the music. Like, I actually like this. I think this is good. And here's where I think it's bad mm-hmm. or whatever. And and it, it's pretty cool. But you can totally tell this kid is a he's a cherished, special young man. <laughs> Anyone that has their own, any child with their own YouTube channel or show. Okay, yeah. I'll put it this way: this kid he has this whole routine where he sits down. He's like. Trader, I got all everything I need. I got Trader Joe's apricot. It's like Trader Joe's <laughs> apricot juice and like a little snack. And then he's all, and they got a little spritz and have like air. It had like water. And he goes in case something's hot fire. <laughs> he's a little extra, this kid. I like it though. I know. All right. Anyway. Um. Okay. So this. Where are we at with songs anyway? Do we got a lot left? Or so what? we have four songs left. To you, to me. Oh, to you, to me. You're okay. the last song. Got it. So this is a song by a band that you whose vinyl records you see all over uh, Goodwill and Salvation Army stores that you've probably never bought. The Mighty Mighty Commodores? No. Oh, okay. Sunny and the Sunliners. Oh, wow, yeah. That is a lot, yeah. Yeah. I think it, my mom has a couple of those, but I've never really listened to it. See the name everywhere? Never listened to it. But this song is Smile Now, Cry Later, which is also a huge... That's the anthem, right? Huge... Smile deal like in the cholo latino this type of culture too totally. just those words smile now totally. crying yep. later yep and they usually have the comedy tragedy faces with yep. them right yeah yep. so yeah and i think that's what the this cover of this album is but here we go smile now cry later All you could do is hide the boner. It's like, this isn't fair. What am I going to do here? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's what the people want. They it's what the people want. Clearly don't want fun facts. So we got to give them something else. Hey, if you guys never had boners in junior high, I know what to tell you. Okay. Sorry. All right. Um, that is very Are we really recording? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, did. I stand by everything I said. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, okay. It came in at got a huge boner this came in and it got a huge boner so. let us just know that there are three of us in the room mm-hmm. yeah it's not just me and julia <laughs> it's not just me and mike and dwight no, oh dwight's dwight not, dwight's not allowed he's probably a boner too dwight can't hang bro uh dwight he might <laughs> <laughs> you never know what it's a about. non-functioning red rocket it's like you know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> mostly like why do you have to lap it so much like is it that dirty oh. <laughs> Poor thing. All right. Okay. No, that ahead. was cool. Smile now, cry later. I wonder how many times that's been tattooed in the history of mankind. I kind of almost think I'd want it. 
I think there, so. I can arrange that. I think you should I get it. I feel like there is a cool way to update it. Or do you just go with the classic You go with logo. the classic, I think, yeah. But I think it would kind of be a cool tattoo to have. Yeah. On your neck? Red zone tattoo? Oh, she's thinking about it. I think that's the only way to That's do the only it. way to do it, right? Yeah. It's like when your husband wanted to have Froyo for life on his because it was part of his culture so yeah. much. Yeah. And then we became <laughs> vegan, so And he can't could really... do that. Yeah. Well, and also I said, well, you like chocolate froyo, so if you get chocolate froyo tattooed on you, it it's might look, look like, like poo. Yeah, like so a poop emoji. you got to rethink some of these right, things. Exactly. All right. Well, hey, keeping on with this theme, um, this song we haven't heard yet, and I always think of it uh, when uh, <laughs> I went when we think of songs like this or uh, a genre like this. It's from the. It's from a compilation called American Graffiti, but I think it was actually in the film American Graffiti as well. Another car it's a great, culture movie. Great movie. George Lucas's first film, mm -hmm. and I got to tell you guys, probably as a Star Wars fan, probably his best. I don't know. It's one of his best. <laughs> it's very independent quality to it, and got a young mm -hmm. Harrison Ford, which is pretty Harrison rad. Ford is Ron Howard. Ron in Howard it? is in it as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and uh, Richard Dreyfus. Yep, Mr. Yep. Holland's Opus. Yes, yep. all of it. And then uh, this song is by the Flamingos and uh, another cool name and it's I Only Have Eyes for you. Are the stars out tonight I don't know if it's cloudy or bright p.m. 10 p.m. 11 p.m. you're past your curfew mm -hmm. you don't want to go home you're overlooking you're on that cliff side with your boo yeah you don't you definitely like, don't want to go home because you know your old man's got a you're already in trouble he's got the he's three sheets to the wind and he's got he's got a belt ready to go <laughs> he's ready to if you're a guy it's the hope you didn't do anything stupid and if you're a girl you probably just get you know the let's be real your horror you get the horror lecture yeah, yeah. absolutely because that's how devil devil standards work totally. in this culture <laughs> um yeah but uh only advice for you like that can you just imagine being at the vfw hall dance <laughs> like, dude, totally seriously you the disco balls there right. and then the light hits just right on the girl you've been waiting or you've yep. been looking for the whole time yeah i always picture things in like movie scenarios so yeah totally that's that's it she has a tube top and really short shorts. Oh, wait, no, that's a different movie. Different era. <laughs> Might still work. Might still work, yeah. Um, okay, so this is my last song. You get to finish it off today. I love this artist. Her name is Mary Wells. Um, yes, I know her. Everyone knows that hit song, uh, Two Lovers, My Guy. Um, I love this song. Am I going to do this song? I'll do it. It's Just, You Beat you know Me what? to the Punch. Okay. And uh whatever, it's a good song. Okay. So I'm playing it. But I was looking at you so hard until you must have Song. 
Yeah, so that's right in the right in the motif of what we're doing here. So yeah, I you know, what can you say? I there's so many songs we can pick. I kind of feel like I owe it our I don't know, we we want to kind of modernize it a little bit if we can. And because I love the I never played two artists in the same episode other than REM that time, but I just love this song so much and it's kind of it's even called Chillin' on the West Side. So okay, we're okay. going to play it. Uh, this is Booyah Tribe. It's from Occupation Hazardous. Again, go see this band, or not see this band, or get their records. They have they have a bunch of CDs that are out. They're all over Spotify, easy to find. Mostly hip-hop. Uh, they did have more of a hardcore, more of a punk band for a while called the Angry Samoans. So uh, if you've heard of them and you didn't know, that was the Booyah Tribe. And a couple of guys have been in movies as well. So they're... they're uh, they're pretty well known, but uh, this is chilling on the west side by the Booyah Tribe. If they keep looking, they get took and get in mind. Now we all this was a great topic and a great episode like i love this type of music and i can yeah. listen to this i do kind of listen to this stuff on sundays because it is kind of soothing and chill i hate that word but it's more relaxing type what you mean music. chill bro chill bra bra oh bra, bra. okay bra. sorry bra sorry bro alt bro Go alt on. oh yeah no i i'm with you i uh i think it's a great topic i actually didn't this was julia's idea this topic so uh i i was thinking about it. i'm like oh yeah that's great that's perfect because uh it's it really is a class of music all to itself these yeah. type of oldies right mm -hmm. so um torch songs and and the like so love it uh i thought it was a thought it was a good episode really like the songs and actually i like to have this all condensed into one playlist so that we can listen yeah. to it so uh speaking of playlists mike you can go on our website or our Instagram mixtape mixtape podcast or mixtape mixtape podcast.com. And we have links to our Spotify playlist for each episode. And you can listen to everything there. The Spotify playlist will come out maybe like two or three days after the show releases. We want to yeah. give you time to listen to the show, guess what's on there, and then we'll play, put everything together for you. But we have all 26 episodes. No. 26 we have all 26 episodes listed up there yeah and it's it, i actually listen to them i go and just yeah. kind of check them out and because believe i mean like it or not they're curated they're not done by an algorithm they're done mm -hmm. by real people and so you know if you if you could maybe use that as a jumping off point for your own like i've heard people make ultimate lists where it's like this is my playlist forever and they have but then it they have like 400 songs on there yeah like right. this is a very specific playlist for you to listen to right so right and tag on your own make your own playlist tag on your own same, maybe so. and and also what i like about our show is that it it just me as a as somebody who helps curate the show it i go deep i haven't listened to the booyah tribe in 10 years probably mm -hmm. you know and i was thinking about it like didn't they have kind of like the the choruses and all this stuff in in a track and, and so i had to go back and listen and not only have one of those they've got like 10 songs that are like that yeah you know so it's really cool to kind of discover this stuff and so they're curated by real people so you can sit there and play and listen to them 
Didn't we have a contest this week? You know, we did have a contest. And thank you, everyone, for liking the photos, liking the cassettes, the mixtapes, entering into the contest. So uh, prior to us like recording, we went through it all and picked some winners. Yes. Um, so winner number one is a listener named Norma. Norma! Norma! Yeah. L, Norma R. Like... You are a winner. You will receive a set of three mixtape, mixtape, mixtape cassettes of our shows. So you get the Jamaica Ska one. You get the Hey Lady, which is songs of women's names Uh in the title. And you get our episode, our California episode with uh, our very first guest, Laura Beth of the Neptunas. And you get a little mixtape, mixtape button. Those are all great, though, too. Those are all good ones. Like, let's be honest. There's some where I've been like, yeah, I don't know. Those we kind of phoned it in on a few. There were those were all really good ones. Yeah, so those, those were fun those, ones. Those to were put fun together. ones to do, and and I think they're great. They listen well, you know. Yeah. Those, they really listen well. So uh, we also had another one though, right? Yes. We had two winners. We have two winners. So our second winner is someone who actually we mentioned on the show yeah, a lot. Yeah, mentioned on the show quite a uh, bit. Friend of the show. So lucky for you, uh, George Pepe. George Pepe always has suggestions. So George Pepe. You're a winner in our eyes. Same, same, the same. Same set. Okay, cool. Awesome. And then I think, I don't know how to do it, but um, if you guys want more of the mixtapes, maybe we put them online and we can sell them for... I don't, can we sell them? Because they're not our pro... I don't know. We have to think about that. Yeah. Legally, I don't know what we can do, but... Hey, um, anything's legal until you get the cease and desist. That's what I say. True you know? that. Yeah, exactly. So um, so what do you have going on? Anything new? Well, no, I got uh, some new... There's always stuff going on, obviously, but I'm really excited this week because uh, tomorrow... Or Friday, which is the day after tomorrow, which is... This will have dropped, right? This drops yep. on Friday. Uh, so today, if you're listening tonight. to this, tonight... Uh, I don't know if there's going to be tickets available anymore because they're very low now. Um, but uh, I uh, I actually helped executive produce this film called uh, Pick It Up, Scott in the 90s. It's a documentary. And it's premiering at uh, the Newport Beach Film Festival. And so we're all going to go on Friday. Uh, it's narrated by Tim Armstrong. Uh, it's produced by uh, and, and directed by Taylor Morden, who is a... A really great guy had a really great vision for this for this film, and uh, we're gonna have him on the show as well, so we can talk to him about yeah, that. I uh, so. But uh, the film features Tom Dumont from No Doubt, uh, uh, features uh, MC Bat Commander Christian Jacobs from the Aquabats, it, it uh, Monique Powell, it uh, the guys from Starpool, Save Ferris. Uh, you know, it's it's a wide assortment. I mean, it's got uh, Buckethead from uh, from. Um, or bucket from bucket, <laughs> <laughs> buckethead from Marilyn Manson. Um, no, it's got <laughs> wrong genre. Yeah, wrong genre. Uh, but it's got you know the toasters and the pie tasters and Spring Hill Jack and Real Big Fish. Aaron Barrett from Real Big Fish is in it. Scott Klopfenstein from Real Big Fish is in it. It's just anybody who was in that genre at that time mm-hmm. was interviewed and really excited to be a part of it because it kind of legitimizes what myself and a lot of people that based on results, have been lifelong friends, have committed to, and uh, what we kind of just started and sparked in the the 90s and have that that kind of be, um, you know, a jumping off place for for people to kind of come in and see what that was. And Scott now is is fairly big, but nowhere near as big as it was then. And uh, to be a part of that was really something special. So uh, if you see it on Netflix, if you see it on Amazon or whatever, 
or you just want to spend the, I don't know if it's direct on a website somewhere, just buy it. Hopefully we get distribution. It gets picked mm-hmm. up, but who knows? Uh, so we'll be doing that on Friday night. And, uh, and then the back to the beach is this weekend. So Saturday is a very ska heavy day. I actually yeah. will be there all day. We uh, will too. You will be there too. Uh, Christina will not. Nope. She's going to be hanging out by the pool. But uh, I will be there, and if you pay for VIP access, you can actually have a photo on one of my Vespas. We'll be there in the backstage You're going to allow people to sit on it this Well, they can sit on it, I guess. I don't know. They said there was going to be security. I don't know. You're just going to be standing there, like, holding, like, freaking out. Oh, nope, nope, oh, wait, eight. No, I, I'm like the gatekeeper. Not that one. Not him. Okay. Not him. Not him. He's not on the weight limit. Hey, can you wipe your hands off before exactly. you get on the scooter? Thank you. Excuse me. Um. Yeah. No, no drinks. No drinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll have the velvet rope. Uh, no, not you. And a clipboard. There you and go. And a black suit. You have to little... have the clipboard. Yeah, exactly. It. Um, but uh, you have friends from out of town here from England, right? You've got yeah. things going on here. So. Well, nothing interesting that I can invite the world to like. Like, oh, like the like, like back to the beach or like, <laughs> ska movie, but um, I'm excited for the ska movie. It's my scene. It's what I grew up in, right. and to see it, like you said, legitimate. Do you know if you're in any of the footage? There's a lot of live show footage. I doubt I would be. I okay. I wasn't in the pit a lot of the times. Um, I I used I would see them at bands at Chain Reaction, and I would sit on the wall. Right. Okay. That well, was my spot. You could be in there then. Because you never know. You never know if that's I don't want to see myself from back then. So <laughs> well, okay. who knows? So you could say, you could see it and be like, I don't know. I wasn't in yeah. that. Okay, good. Cut my own bangs at that time. I don't want to see what that looks like. Yeah, we're not, we're not revisiting that. Ooh. Okay. Okay. But, um, yeah, great so episode. great episode. And uh, stay tuned for a mini uh, coming up uh, next week. And uh, a maxi after that, I guess. I don't know. Do we call them maxis? <laughs> They're very absorbent. <laughs> All right, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to the website, (laughs) mixtapemixtapepodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Just know that I worked really hard in putting all those playlists up and I have feelings. Or did you work really hard at avoiding other responsibilities? Shut up. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review and give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.